This podcast is sponsored by Event to Be Wellness, offering all natural products for the body and information that can aid in creating a better well-being. Actions are the things you do or the way you behave. Your thoughts and feelings have a big impact on how you act. If you feel happy, you are likely to do nice things. But if you feel angry, you might want to act in the way that you feel. Let's talk about it. Today's guest is Diana Myrie. The book is called Overcome Lack and Step Into Abundance, Your Ultimate Guide to Financial Freedom. The book is a step-by-step guide to help people who are struggling financially to shift from a scarcity or barely getting by mindset to one of abundance and more than enough. Diana is a certified life coach, consultant, motivational speaker, and published best-selling author of the book that I just mentioned. She has also written articles for a variety of local and international magazines and other publications. Diana has a BA Honors in English and a Master's of Science in Labor and Employment Relations. She is a registered retirement consultant with the Canadian Institute of Financial Planners, a former financial advisor in Ontario with over 13 years experience in insurance and banking combined. She's also a member of the Niagara chapter of the Human Resources Professionals Association, the largest HR association in Canada. Diana is also director of the board at Suitcase and Point Theatre Company located in St. Catharines, Ontario. She is the creator, host, and producer of her talk show, Conversations with Diana, where she shares inspiring real stories of real people who have made a significant impact in their communities. Passionate about helping to empower individuals and the wider community, you will find her volunteering at numerous events. She is married with four daughters and calls St. Catharines, Ontario home. Thank you so much for joining me today. And we were having a conversation just about immigration and how we get to understand abundance and how we get to understand hope and inspiration. And I was sharing a story with Diana just about the education system here and how things are designed in a way for us to not fully understand finance and the way that things work. I did mention to Diana that I happened to attend a predominantly white school growing up here and we were able to have a course in finance and also a course in economics and budgeting and banking. And I was informing Diana at times the system isn't designed for marginalized people and people of color to understand how money works. What I mentioned is, you know, if you have a strong foundation and you have a family that understands finance and understands money, then you're definitely going to have that foundation to work from. And why Diana is a guest of mine today, it's because I've been working in the community with young people 
who are struggling with finding their sense of purpose and their value. And part of that is understanding their self-worth and the association that's tied into it with finance and understanding how money works. So I thought that this would be a great opportunity to align myself with Diana, who's been so knowledgeable in understanding finance and understanding how things work so that we can achieve those steps and achieve the goals that we need to live the abundant life that we want to live. In my conversation with Diana, I had three key questions that I had asked and I would like her to share in her understanding and just letting the audience know. Diana, how did you come to this path of your journey? And if you can explain to us a little bit more about your book and your title of the book. Well, first of all, Alicia, I just want to thank you for inviting me on to the show and honor that you would choose me as your first guest. So thank you for that. First question being, what led me on my journey to writing? I'm, I should say that I have been writing for many years. As, as long as I can remember, I've loved writing. My father was an English teacher. He's now retired. And maybe that's where that came from. Always reading books, always using books as a means of maybe to escape and to, to learn about different people and different times and cultures and whatnot. So I, I can remember writing short stories, writing about life, journaling, um, which is my way of dealing with whatever I'm going through, whether it be on a personal level or a professional level. My mother gave me a diary as a birthday gift when I was a teenager. And from then I just was consumed by writing everything I could think of. And over the last maybe 10 years or so, I have been writing in different publications and magazines because I've been, as you mentioned before, involved in finance. I've been a former banker. I've also worked in insurance. And I, used, I wanted to use that inspiration and that knowledge and experience to help other people to overcome their financial struggles. Now, in the age of COVID-19, I found myself with some extra time, as so many people have for whatever reason, whether it be voluntary or involuntary. And I realized I didn't have to, I didn't need to use the excuse anymore that I didn't have time to write my book because I, oh, even though I was writing, I, I always had the dream of writing my own book and publishing it. So I decided to put pen to paper and hence overcome lack and step into abundance. Your ultimate guide to financial freedom was born. And it was also inspired, I believe God inspired me to write the book because it was not only a timely topic because of what's going on in the world today, but I wanted to share the information and the experience that I would have garnered over the years with other people who just didn't know or wanted maybe a refresher or had questions. I wanted to prepare something that would be simple and easy for anyone to understand because I know finance can be daunting. I know a lot of people tend to struggle with the different terms and the different you know, things, the products, and I wanted to make it as simple as possible. And that is why the book is so tiny. <laughs> In my estimation, it's very tiny. It's just over 60 odd pages long. Wow, I you found it packed with information. <laughs> that's what I've been told. The feedback yes. has been really positive so far. A lot of people are saying that this is something that is very simple and easy to understand. And I think the more something is simplified, 
easier it is to digest and hopefully commit to memory and to your life. So I wanted to write something that would help people to put certain practices in place, certain little tips and strategies that I have found that has worked, not just for myself, but for the thousands of clients I would have helped over the years to become financially successful or to become debt free. And I say that because I know of many people who have had struggles and by reading the book, it has helped them to kind of get back on track. So this is a book to help persons to get back on track or who have questions that they needed a straightforward and simple answer for. The other question that you asked me, how does the book, what is the book really about? In addition to being a simple and straightforward step-by-step guide, it, it offers a biblical perspective because I'm a Christian and I believe that God wants us to, to not live in a, in, a, in a cycle of lack. And I know a lot of people, especially in the North American society, are saddled with debt. Statistics show that majority of Canadians are just a step away from poverty, which is really frightening. And a lot of this is due to, I believe, not having the right information and the whole credit system. Don't get me started on that. So I talk about in my book, you know, what is good credit and bad credit, for instance, because it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just how you use it. Wealthy people use credit. Um, wealthy people have credit cards, but it's how they use it, right? So I try to give certain tips and strategies on how to pay off your debt faster, for instance. There's a chapter on how to survive after you've been made redundant or after you've lost your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, I've gone through redundancy in the past. I know what it feels like. Uh, one of the things is the anxiety you feel as to how, are, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to bounce back after working in this organization for so many years? There's that psychological thing that you, you sometimes feel down and depressed. And, and I talk about how to deal with that, what, what resources to look to go to. So it's not just about a book about finance. It's a book about helping you to cope with certain eventualities how to protect your income, how to protect your family. So I talk about insurance. Um, I don't believe that I would be doing you or any reader um, any justice by not mentioning um, the importance of having protection um, in terms of financial protection, the different insurance, um, like life insurance and health insurance. Talk about critical illness insurance. Those are things I talk about in the book. And... um, and there's just so many different things. I talk about what conversations to have as um, a, a couple, persons who are in a, in a, in a, in a relationship. There are certain conversations you need to have before even thinking about getting together or getting married. Um, in for conversations you should be having with yourself, meaning you know, what little things you need to be thinking about if you're looking to become more financially independent. So anybody who wants to know more about the book, they can always feel free to go on amazon.ca to just look up Overcome Lack and Step Into Abundance, or you can search for my name, Diana Myrie, M-Y-R-I-E. In addition to that, I have a website, dianamyrie.com. That's my name, D-I-A-N-A-M-Y-R-I-E.com. And they'll be able to find out more about the book. There's a synopsis there on the book. And there's also, you can also purchase the book. And there's a special price for GTA residents versus oh, the greater cool. Toronto area. That's so exciting. I have a Thank question you. for you. 
And I was just wondering if you can just share one thing that mm -hmm. you find will be helpful in our community, because I know you mentioned as a couple that maybe there's some things that people need to do in terms of their planning and executing their plan so that they are following a budget that works for them. So what's one example that people need to look at in that area of really creating a budget? Okay, first things first, and need to, as a couple, I talk about the different savings habits that, you know, you can, you can utilize different habits that can help you to save more. And in creating a budget, that's very important as well. And in order to do so, you have to be realistic. You have to be open and honest with your partner and say, listen, this is what I'm coming into the relationship with. This is the debt I have. You have to be transparent because Imagine you go into a relationship or you get married only to find out that the person you're with didn't disclose certain things to you. That can be a big shock to the system right? and can put on, on unnecessary pressure on the spouse or the party that is not, is not really aware of the situation. I think if you're open and honest about how things really look, then you can both tackle the problem together. That is through getting, also getting professional advice, license, you know, contact a licensed professional who is a, who's someone who's trained to be able to sit down with both of you and look at everything from what is coming in to what, in terms of expenses, what is going out. Mm -hmm. um, decide on whether or not to have a joint or a single account. This, this is something that seems very straightforward, but you'd be surprised how many people have an issue with, do I have a joint account? Do we have a single account? It all depends on what works for you. Um, there's no mm -hmm. wrong or right answer. It all depends on what works for you and the, the, the goal that you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. and debt management in order to manage your debt better you have to be able to sit down again with a i recommend a, a trusted and um, licensed professional to have a serious look at what kind of debt you're looking at and how you can put certain plans in place and a time frame because you know rome wasn't built in a day you didn't get into debt unless you gamble it all away in a night you didn't get into debt overnight sometimes these things take time so therefore in order to solve the issue it will take time to to get to a point where everything is streamlined and you feel as that sense of relief that's okay just knowing that there is a solution to the problem goes a far away in terms of not putting your head in the sand so to speak and pretending as if there's no problem so my first advice to couples is just be open and honest admit that you have a, a problem if, if your, your problem is managing debt if your problem is that you feel overwhelmed with your financial situation there's always always someone out there who can help you it's just a matter of asking being having the courage to ask for help very important to, to as i mentioned before saving yeah. Um, I know a lot of people don't play it, but it is, it's a lifesaver. A lot of persons who get into debt or who feel overwhelmed by what is going on, even right now, if they're very honest, the ones who put aside something for a rainy day, so to speak, are the ones who are kind of laughing right now because they, they were putting something aside for something of this nature like COVID, who, who would have known that so many people would have been laid off? Who would have known that so many people would have been furloughed? You know, who would have known that we'd be working from home 
for so long. And in fact, a lot of persons um, are saying that they've found that they're able to save more because they have been forced, so to speak, to work from home because they don't have that long commute, the gas bill and, you know, yeah. the whole nine yards. I don't know if that answers your question, but pretty much it it's just about having, starting with just being open and honest about what's right. happening. And right now we really have to be realistic in terms of what those finances are going to be. And you're right, from the people that were used to commuting and now those finances have changed, you might be spending money in other areas. So you're right, it's good to really look at that budget and really realistically plan and figure out what your expenses are going to be. So in terms of the journey that we talked about in coming to this path, what is one thing that you think would be helpful in terms of your book, Overcoming Lack and Step Into Abundance, The Ultimate Guide for Financial Freedom? What would you suggest that you can leave with the community that helps us on the path to overcoming our lack and learning the steps that we need to get to that financial freedom? I want The message I want to leave is that because it's, the book is told from a biblical perspective, I want persons to know that God wants us to live prosperous lives. It, is ne- it was never his intention, I believe, for us to be living in lack. Um, because it feels, just think about it, anyone who is going through any type of financial struggle, you feel uncomfortable because it's not something that I believe you were meant to be in, right? Jesus came to feed the hungry and throughout his ministry always left people in a better off position than how he, he found them. So mm-hmm. for me, the book is about the things that you need to focus on in terms of scripture. Um, the Bible talks about leaving an inheritance for your children, leaving a legacy, especially these days. I know a lot of black people are so, so much aware of what can I leave behind for my children or my children's children? Is it going to be a good name? Is it going to be a good reputation? Is it going to be um, enough money for them to be able to uh, be able to pay off their 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 tuition or to be able to build their own businesses? Abundance for me is not just about money, mind you. It's about that mindset of knowing that there's nothing too there's no hill too high to climb. There's no there's no problem insurmountable that you cannot overcome. The whole book is about how to use the scripture and I give different scriptural um, references in the book in order to help people to become more financially successful. And also it helps them get more in tune with their scripture. And then I find that once you're able to put the combination together, then it reinforces and affirms and validates what you should do if you choose to follow in the word. Exactly, that there's nothing that is impossible. All things are possible with God and finances is no different. I talk about tithing in the book. I know we're kind of pressed for time, but I talk about the different things that we need to do to stretch a dollar. Yeah. I give the example of the two brothers. Both of them had the same dollar and one brother, because of his poor financial management, didn't really make anything of that dollar. But the other brother because of the different tips and strategies that he employed, he was able to multiply that dollar so many times over. So it's about multiplication and it's about being able to use the right strategies and tools in order to make the money work harder and better for you. So yes, in in essence, it's about knowing that 
once all things are possible, the answers will come. You know, you'll find that you'll be led to the right books, like hopefully my book, to help you to to get more information to to make a better decision. It will you'll find that you will start um, reaching out to your to your financial advisor, who may be someone who may have been calling you you know so many times, and you said no, I'm not ready. But now is the time. There are people who are trained and qualified to give you the right information to help get you to where you want to go. And anybody who is training as an athlete knows that in order to be a top athlete, you need a coach. So I talk about the importance of having a coach, in this case, a financial coach. All the wealthy people have financial coaches. No matter how rich they are, they still rely on someone to give them that guidance. And I think we have the best coach in the world, um, which is, as I said, I'm a Christian, so I'm always going to be giving Jackie's jacket, which is, you know, letting you all know that God is a source of everything. And because he made everything, he created the universe. He's the one that can give us the answers to all the problems that we have. And if we just take the time out to read his word, then we'll find that the answers are right there. It's just to be diligent and to know that we have what it takes to turn our lives around. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I am saying that it is possible. It is doable. And just pick up the book and let me know what your, your thoughts are on it. I'm showing you the book, but obviously they can't see the book from the podcast. But once they go on the website or Amazon, they'll be able to look it up for themselves. Absolutely. And we're definitely going to give them all the links of how they can get to purchase the book. And also if people want to get in touch with Diana for any speaking engagements, or they just wanted to get some more information of how they can get more knowledge, please go to her website. She also has a YouTube page and an IG link. And that's how I found her. And I was so resonated because it aligns with everything that we talk about here in terms of healing the mind, body, and the spirit. Thank you so much. Well, I just want to say thank you for being my first guest. You're and, most welcome, uh, Alicia. You know, and we'll definitely continue with our relationship. Definitely looking forward to it. And as you said, the links will be available. Feel free to reach out. I'm also giving free one-on-one consultations for persons because I am a registered retirement consultant and I also work with a team that can help get you to where you want to go in terms of overcoming financial situations that you may find yourself in. That's an individual or business owner that is looking for a change and wants to make the best of a bad situation. Absolutely. And that's great. So guys, feel free to reach out to Diana and get on your path and journey to financial wellness and overcoming that lack and finding more abundance in your life. Thank you so much, Diana. You're welcome. Thanks, everyone.